Ahoy guys, welcome back to the Drunken Ship Podcast, episode 48. Man, 48, 48. Yeah, 48 uh, episodes, okay. and you guys are really yeah. seeing how the cookie gets baked in this one. <laughs> <laughs> You're really seeing the chocolate chips get put into the dough on this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, guys, we're doing our first live show, so we actually have an active chat with us this uh, round, and uh, yeah, so we already had some technical difficulties with uh, trying to get the audio mixed out from Twitch or yeah. from Discord. YouTube won't know that. that out. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube will have no idea. That's a Twitch exclusive. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> today uh, listen, today so, is gonna be simple. Today we're shooting the shit. We're just talking. We're just there's talking. already yeah, there's we've already had one just catastrophe before this show even started. I spilled my one dollar fucking sake, which is not one dollar. It's one guy it's it was eight dollars. So and that was like this big, and I fucking why I just knocked it off the fucking my desk, and it's now my entire room smells like sake. The 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 saddest part about that is that I went with you to the store to pick up that sake, and I saw like how excited you were about it. Like yeah. I saw you hold it, and you were just like, ah, that sake. You got home, fucking shacked it, destroyed it. <laughs> I know. I I took. I do. This is literally what I did. I went. <laughs> and then and then I then I knocked it over. I'm about to do it with my water next, dude. I'm so bummed out. Your 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 arms your arms are too big for that tiny desk that you got. I think, yeah, dude. There's so much shit on my desk right now, and I just added like I just added this fucking drawing tablet thing. <laughs> dude, this is too much crap on my desk now. I feel. That I'm gonna. Way. I'm gonna. One one of these days, you're gonna come over here. And you're gonna help me ma wire manage all this shit. Dude. Just buy me some ramen. I'll fucking wire your shit. All right, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, take me to Fuda Buddha. Take me on a date. I got you, bro. I'll take you. I'll, I'll take you to the candy shop. I'll take you to the ramen shop. Hell yeah, love the candy shop. Dude, I haven't had ramen in so long. I really want to go to Fuda Buddha again. I. Do you want to hear a funny story about uh, how much have you ever ate? Have you ever ate so much that you're gonna throw up? Yes. Yes. That's been last... every every Chinese buffet that I've ever been to has been that. Fuck, you're like I'm going to get my money <laughs> yeah. worth. Yeah, there's like, there's one Louis C.K. quote that I will always remember when I walk into a buffet, and it's the meal is not over when I'm full. The meal is over when I hate myself. So no, you know the meal is over when I feel uh, it was worth my thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, from when I feel like I'm, I'm I, when I feel I ate thirteen ninety nine worth of food, that's when I'm finished. <laughs> so did you? What's your story? What's your story? So um, there's one time I went to Fuda Buddha, and I think I had like usually when I go to Fuda Buddha, I wait until like it's later in the day, and I kind of I don't eat anything. I just save up, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat so much Fuda Buddha when I get there. Uh, I think I had ate breakfast that morning. Yeah. And then I think I went around like four o'clock or something. I think I had like some appetizers. I had the little uh, buns. Oh, dude, those buns are so soft and so delicious. I can't, I can't remember the name of them, but the, yeah, you know what buns I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, they're like the bao little, buns or something like that. Yes, and I had some of those, and then I had the biggest fucking bowl of ramen, and then I had like two <laughs> eggs in it. I think I had like extra pork belly ate all of that and then usually like I, you know you can't finish all your i can't finish all the broth it's because you're just like stuffed slurped every bit of the broth down yeah and, and when i like stood up miserable 
<laughs> I, like I was like uh, I was like in a like a haze, just absolute pain. Everything was just like <laughs> everything was just like sloshing inside of you. Yeah, dude. Like I like if I moved too quickly, I could feel it go. Shh. That's the worst. And then I got to uh, so I was like I got to walk around. So I start walking down the street, and I got towards the end of the street, and I just looked down at the ground. I'm like, I'm gonna throw this up. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm about to throw up all this fucking ramen. Luckily, I didn't. Good. But I, oh my god, I, on the verge. I was so that was probably the closest time I ever ate so much that I was going to throw up. That is, you got the itis. <laughs> Absolutely, because I, I don't think that was even the itis. Usually, when I get the itis, it's like I just go to sleep. This was like, like immediate pain. <laughs> I was in physical pain. Dude, you ever you ever eat so much of something that you like a lot? that you start sweating like your body's having an immediate reaction to what you're eating like you get clammy it's like you have a fever uh, but like you just I think get I clammy you just start fucking shaking inside like as you're holding the plate of food you just start going like man i shouldn't keep what? eating this wait <laughs> what the have, you, fuck? No. <laughs> have you have you been that no, okay no there was one I, i've I, ate something i've ate something to the point where like i think i was going to get allergic to it i dude i think so this is not how allergies, how allergies get formed at all, but I used to eat hella shellfish when I was younger. I used to love shellfish. Like, I would sit in my little patio with, like, a, literally a bucket of crabs. Just a whole bucket of crabs. And me and my mom would crack those bitches open and just eat them. So now I'm allergic to, now I'm allergic to shellfish. I don't know how it happened. One time I was, like, just eating shellfish, and then I turned into Danny Trejo. Like, my whole face just swole, like... Yeah, got swollen and suddenly it looked like Danny Trejo out of my. No, the same thing. The same thing happened to my dad. My dad would used to eat shrimp so much that like he got uh, allergic to it. It's I don't I don't think it's because you eat it so much, but like you. No, it's it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. You eat it too much. It's not like it's not like there's some karmic force in the universe that's like keeping track of how many fucking shrimp you eat. I'm telling you. So look, (laughs) look, look. I was look. I used to eat coconut all the time, right? And then there was one day I was eating like a like an almond bar or whatever yeah and I, like I, I i bit into it and i could feel my mouth tingling yeah kind of like my throat kind of swelling up and i'm like holy shit i'm about to like Be i think i'm getting to allergic to coconut and you know what i did i just stopped eating coconut for like two <laughs> years yeah and then i went back to it fine that's i knew it i could feel it coming on that is insane that is insane Happened to, Colin says that it happened to his dad, but with bees. He got stung by a whole hive, ended up becoming allergic. Jesus Christ. How do you get stung by a whole hive and, like, not want to die? What was he doing where he, came, he got stung? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this honey is about to get ate. His dad is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> his dad is actually Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> that sounds awful. Crockett, there is no way in hell that you get allergic to something because you eat so much of it. That's not how it works. Dude, that's how it works. That is absolutely not how it works. I am no medical doctor, but I'm 100% (laughs) sure that's how it works. By that, by that fucking logic, I should be allergic to like all kinds of meat. Like, (laughs) well, like, like, dude, like, look at me. Take me for an example. I'm allergic to ass. (laughs) 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 I, dude, I'm trying to, I'm trying so hard. I think I'm gonna take. A, I'm trying to take a like a vow of silence yeah. and, and not trying to curse anymore. I curse so often now, dude. I'm I just fu- trying to. I'm trying to go so cold turkey. 
I found myself in the same. I joined that chat the other day. Uh, with I joined uh, Kiatu. He was our guest the other day. I joined one of his voice chats, and I was the only one that said fuck for like thirty minutes, like an hour. And I was the only one that was cursing in the whole chat. And I've never been more ashamed of my vocabulary before. <laughs> like I feel that so, moment. Yeah, you feel like a caveman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've caught my I've caught myself saying like fucking fuck, and I'm like, and then I. You just, I stopped there for a second. I'm like, that don't even make any sense. What am I even saying right now? <laughs> yeah. Is like I don't even, I just like my brain doesn't even have the capacity to form a thought at the same fucking fuck. Like, what am I even saying? It's so stupid. So I'm like, I'm trying to, and it is so like subconsciously in my vocabulary now yeah. that I'm trying to watch myself. I think I've failed so far, but from here on out, I'm going to try not to curse to the rest of this podcast i'm gonna be honest with you you could have said like five fucks and that whole time that we were talking i wouldn't have noticed because i'm the same I way do, i think the in the future i think i think in the future we're gonna be like that's just like i think we're gonna take the power of the curse words honestly i think oh, we're yeah. going to they're not gonna mean like anything bad it's it's just like in australia how they say cunt like they <laughs> call their mates cunts and you're just like jesus christ man calm down and they're like what it's like no i love them i love them He's yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah, I, I, so in Puerto Rico has a similar, has a similar, like thing with like curse words that that like Australians do. Like everyone in Puerto Rico has a the word cabron means like fucker. It just literally means fucker. Yeah. And everybody in Puerto Rico, if they're your friends, they walk up to you. It's just like qué pasa cabron, todo bien cabron, que hay cabron. Every sentence has that fucking word when they like address one of their friends. And I think that just that just stuck with me through English, and now I just curse every single sentence I can in English. And I'm trying to stop, and I'm trying to stop, because in this like content creation world, if you curse too much, you lose money. YouTube will literally say, "No, I'm not gonna." We're yeah, not we're, gonna I don't it. think we're supposed to. Yeah, you can't curse in like the first five minutes of your videos on YouTube now. Yeah, no, we're we're way. Past Which I, I think they get like de demonetized, but yeah. I mean, it's not like we're monetizing our the channel anyway, but. Also, I would like, I would like, just for personal use, I would like to just stop. Just stop. Good luck. Good luck. Um, I can do it if I'm paying attention to what I'm saying, but if I just start like kind of ranting off, I'll say it without. I don't even know what to say. It's just another word to me. Yeah, I, I, I do this. I like when I'm like thinking of a word, I go like, ah, fuck. What, what am I trying? Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> just like it's, it's a like a, word. Uh. Yeah. It's like fuck. I've literally. Mm -hmm. I used to. And sometimes I used to go through my own podcast that I used to rant a couple of years ago, and I would like have to cut them out the same way that you cut out the word. Um, <laughs> I was just like, like, let oh, me just stab it. <laughs> and I said it so much up. that it had no impact on the conversation. I cut out like five of them, and like the context did not change whatsoever from what I was saying. And that's that's how I yeah, it, say it too much. They're 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 just sentence enhancers. Yeah, sentence enhancers. <laughs> they add poignancy to what you're saying. They add. Passion. I use I use the word fuck like I use a comma. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I just want to address. Colin just said that his dad got burned with like by trying to burn a whole beehive. I have never in my life looked at a beehive and go, "I want to burn that," or like a wasp hive. I've never in my life thought to fight one of those things with fire. That seems like the horrible, the most horrible idea ever. I mean, if you play Resident Evil Seven, I think they they teach you pretty early on you gotta you gotta take those things out with fire. I mean, true, but. <laughs> they've always i've always seen them located on the side of my house 
Yeah. So I never, I never put two and two. Like, oh yeah, let me try to burn down my house. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me blowtorch this shit out. Dude, we used to get wood bees really bad. So, cause I like, I grew up in a log cabin. Mhm. Mm Dude, you, oh, that sounds like a dream. Growing really? up in a log cabin. Oh, okay. I just looked down at my stream deck and yeah. it, like, it had like muted, and I'm like, <laughs> my god, have I, I been muted this whole time? But it's it's for like another, gotcha. another scene. Copy. Um. Yeah, we used to have wood bees really bad. So they would they would fucking like these little bees would like bury into the walls and shit, and it was like really bad. Wait, we had to, like they're called wood bees because they're like literally like 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 yeah, they would like they're like wood? termites with like fucking stingers and wings. So they could fly. They had stingers and they drilled into your wood. That sounds awful. Yeah, yeah, they would leave like these little like these bit sized holes, just like into the walls and stuff. That sounds awful. That sounds terrible, terrifying. Dude, and then uh, you know what else really fucking sucked? Um, squirrels would love to chew on the side of the house. <laughs> I would. I used to get w woken up every morning, right? I'd be sleeping in my bed. So like, like it, we had like a legit log cabin where the the wall, like the logs, would like do this intersection on the side of yeah. the the corners of the, the house, right? And my bedroom was right there on the corner of it. Yeah. And my bed was next to this window, right on the edge. And every morning I would wake up to like nom 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 <laughs> nunch 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 nunch. I'm like, what is that? And it was fucking squirrels just chewing the like, side of just your house. Sign, yeah. They would. They loved it. I don't know why. Gotta, Why would they just like chew? I gotta say that it, that has to be like a unique, like southern, like rural southern problem. Like it the, has to be. I don't. <laughs> the side of your house getting chewed by squirrels at early in the morning has to be and one of the most unique problems you've ever experienced in your life. Let me take it to a second degree here. Yeah. With that, I was instructed to load a twenty-two. <laughs> So the way, okay, let me show, let me, let, before I get into that, let me explain the structure of what, like, my the house was. So there was yeah. a deck, right? So, okay, so here's my bed, here's the window, and then outside of the window, there's a deck yeah. that wraps around the house, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's a, so at the, if I go to the other end of my house, there's the kitchen, and the kitchen is where the deck ends. Mm -hmm. So you can leave through the kitchen, go onto the deck, and then walk by my window, and then, you know, off you go. Yeah. Um, I was instructed to load a twenty-two and and open up the kitchen door and just lean out <laughs> and try to shoot these squirrels. You're like the hunter the from morning. fucking... You're like so, the Bugs Bunny hunter. Yeah. Just trying so to catch, every, catch squirrels. I would wake up... So it'd be like 7 in the morning, and I used to sleep in a lot when I was in high school. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, the sun be rising. I'm trying to sleep in. And then I just hear knob, 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 nudge, 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 nudge. Just a whole bunch of nonsense <laughs> on the side of this. And it's just coming from the corner of my, like the room. And I'm like, ah, Jesus Christ, here's the squirrels. <laughs> so then me in a fit of rage with a load of gun. How old were you? Uh, like 15? Like, no, I was like 16 or 17. 16 or 17. Time. And in a fit of yeah. rage, you would wake up out of your bed. Yes. You would hear numb and you would wake up out of your bed and instinctively know 
hold on, I gotta get my twenty-two caliber rifle. I yes. gotta kill some squirrels. Yes. That is the that is whitest correct. thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's, I, to, I told you I'm gonna I'm gonna take this <laughs> very unique thing and I'm gonna take it to a second degree. That is. Uh, that... <laughs> I'm I'm telling you how the cookies get made here. That is that sounds like if I had that problem I would move. You know, like I like I would never we, load we, a gun. We built the house. You built you built the house that yeah. squirrels would chew on and you would wake up in a fit of rage. And shoot well, squirrels. My, yeah, out. my. Yeah. Oh, there's my, one now. There's my cat. <laughs> yeah, she might as well be. Hey, Mendez. Hey. Mendez, you got anything to say for the podcast about these squirrels? You're purring. Oh, I wish I could. No, your nose gate, nose gate is too hell loud. Oh, can't talk. Ah. Uh. Right, get out of here, Mendez. Uh. So yeah, and and my like the only thing my main goal when hunting these squirrels like hunting yeah. uh don't shoot don't this out shoot of the this house out. that was like the one thing like don't shoot this out of the house because i could hit actually the way it was set up the garage or the the carport i should say was like right on the outside of that so i yeah. had to like kind of angle it where i'm shooting at the side of the house and it could definitely go if it goes straight it's going to hit the carport roof there was a lot. It was a lot. So because I couldn't, oh, dude. What's even the funniest part about the story is is me trying to slowly open the door to shoot yeah. them because <laughs> they're very squirrels are very skittish. Yeah, they are. And I would have to in the door. The door. There's there was two doors. There was one big heavy door. There was a mm -hmm. big wooden door, and then there was a clear screen door, or not a screen yeah. door, but it was a like a glass, you know, see through door. Yeah, just so, like a thinner, like a exterior door. Every morning, with a gun in hand, I would be like, <laughs> slowly unlocking the door, open up this heavy door, slowly moving it towards me, and then pushing down on the, the clear door and praying that it go, it doesn't go like that. <laughs> so, And I would try to open up as slow as possible. It's cold. I can feel the wind. Uh, and then I can see that's them. a scene from a horror movie. Three fucking squirrels is chilling. Oh, there we go. There we go. There's, there's Streak done. Three. There's three squirrels there. And like just every morning, just and then I take a shot. Most of the time, I I, I would scare them off where I even got to sh shoot them. But I ended right. up never getting to be able to actually hit one, kill it. Good. I mean, good. Poor little squirrels. I think, but... I think my dad did, though. I think my dad did nail them. <laughs> my dad's pretty deadly. He would shoot, like, groundhogs and stuff. 17, 16, 17-year-old 17 Crockett waking up from bed in the log cabin that his parents built with a gun in hand, opening a big wooden door and a tiny door, peeking outside like he's the fucking hunter from Bugs Bunny. Praying yeah, to God that he's the squirrel. Elmer Fudd, yeah, that's his fucking name. <laughs> Jordan Elmer Fudd Crockett. That sounds like a like, like the scene from a horror movie. Like the whole sequence of you waking up and walking to the door. You like wake up in a cold sweat. You like find the gun, walk up to the door, open it slowly. It like does that godly noise. You like stop for a second. It, I, it was straight up like I was like sniping. I was like, it was straight up military <laughs> tactics. I was like... Yo, that is object. That is objectively 
the most like like rural like southern white thing that I've heard in my life. <laughs> I got plenty of them for you, man. You you live a fascinating. The closest I went to that experience is that I went to Union County, South Carolina for work last week or like two weeks ago. And as I was driving down the road, I saw a man come out of the forest to my left as I was driving. He like crawled out of like like walked out of the woods, full camel, brown hat, and he's just walking around. And then when I drive, he crosses the street. And when I drive past him, I notice that he's got a shotgun strapped to his shoulder. Just super casually walking down the street like he's holding a Starbucks coffee cup, loaded shotgun in his shoulder, wearing camo, brown pants. I drive past it. He waves at me like, <laughs> and I don't know. Hey, and I, when you say wave, he waves the gun at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like does one of these. He's just like, like, hey, I, I see you. you he, know? Gives, he gives you an Alabama hello. <laughs> and like... <laughs> It's just, it was such like a, like a big shock of culture. It's just like, there's definitely like, like the man walked away from his house, crossed the street to a big wooded forest with a gun. He was hoping to hit something. And maybe he did. Maybe he did hit something. I don't know. But it just, it just blows my mind that that type of lifestyle exists out there somewhere, you know? Like, I'm just going to go into the woods and see what I hit. Yeah. You know? I mean... If it's your property, I mean that—that's what how I felt. It was like when I came to like Charlotte, it was like jarring for me. Just that's to like, just to see how like everyone tight like tight knit stuff. Because yeah. I'm so I was I grew up just so spread out from everybody. Yeah, we are pretty tight. We are pretty like up above each other. And then like just getting, uh, I think one of the biggest shocks when I came here was just the all the multicultures, all like intermingling and stuff. Yeah, how white was your town? Uh, like almost hundred percent. Really? So how was that coming over? I'm I'm inter- I'm interested in this now. Uh, it, I was fine. I mean, it was just like, it was just getting like culture. Mm-hmm. Like I was getting all these cultures inner. Like just, I was trying to adjust everything. Gotcha. I never. I I guess you could say that like where. I I kind of like. You know, like playing Xbox Live and stuff, and being on the internet, I kind of already knew some stuff prior to right. like, you know coming here, but never actually like physically living through into like a city and stuff. So, like the first year that I lived here, I I didn't go to like I barely went to Walmart because I just it was like it was as hard for me to adjust to going to because like in <clears throat> where I'm from, like the closest Walmart was like 30 40 minutes away right and there uh, other than that it's some like local store that has like maybe three or four aisles in it that makes sense yeah like like tiny tiny shops shops, you know right uh there was a subway in my town once that was like the greatest thing ever (laughs) uh it's it's uh burned down i think four times oh my god and there was a it was called chicken shack that burned down the the whole entire the building kept burning down now that I'm thinking about it, I think there was Larson involved. Oh yeah, probably. There was probably a lot of arsony. No, wait, yeah. no. What is it? Not, not they... arsony. Arson. Probably a lot of arson. No, no. What is it when they burn down their business for money? Uh, insurance fraud. Insurance fraud. That's yeah. that's. I think there was a lot of that going on. Now that I think of it. That's um, crazy. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. So like the first year I lived in Charlotte, never left. Um, it, I mean, it would be like. 
I had to get it really out of my comfort zone to like to go to the store. Did you like come to Charlotte straight from Virginia without like by yourself? Did you like have a buffer? Did you like was it just like Virginia, Charlotte to college? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. That seems crazy. What about you? I mean, when you moved over to the States. <laughs> so I yeah, I came in from the island. I came in straight off the boat, as they say, which is really offensive and no one else should say it. <laughs> no, I definitely can fly. Um, but every Puerto Rican that I've met calls it coming off the boat. So like I, like 2016 or something, 2010, actually, I landed and I, I went to visit 20, 2009. And before I moved, because my uncle invited us to spend a couple of nights at his place, the same day that I landed in, in North Carolina, my uncle took us to IHOP. I was less than two hours deep in North Carolina. And he took us to IHOP. And I had to talk to the most Southern lady that I've ever talked to in my life. It, it was like the thickest Southern drawl that I've ever, to this day, have ever heard. And she walked up to me and said, hey, hon, you all want some pancakes? And I was like, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> I could not understand her for like three... She tried like three times and like my uncle had to step in and translate. Never have I ever felt like I didn't know English more than that moment. So like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please do, please cut it. Um, when the, like Adriana, the first time she ever went, like came home with me, she met mm -hmm. my grandma and my grandma has the thickest accent ever. <laughs> As a child, I could not understand her. She's one of those like 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 Boomhauer accents. Yes, exactly. <laughs> My grandma was Boomhauer. Uh, her nickname her nickname was Dynamite. <laughs> why? I you know I never asked why. It was it was just like I thought it was just a normal thing. It was like Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I never asked. I never asked. Your grandma's called Dynamite, and <laughs> it's never a question. Yeah. So. Um. So my grandma's named Dynamite, and she has the thickest accent I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, to the point where I, I mean, I never understood it as a child, and then yeah. I grew up slowly growing it up. I, I, you know, I could decipher it and everything. She was the only person I ever met that ever talked like you know that thick. I guess that yeah. that thick of an accent. It was almost like her own language. Um, she had her own dialect. But like when, so when Adriana came home for with me for Christmas, like back in twenty nineteen, mm -hmm. uh, I had to translate for her. <laughs> when my grandma would talk to her, I she, she they were both speaking English, but I would have to translate everything that my grandma was saying to to her. Could not understand at it at all. That, that is, is so, so funny. funny. I absolutely love that. There, there's something that's like really funny about the like the deep southern accent. It like all happens like down here at the throat, and then like I just when I first got here like to the to North Carolina, I could not understand it. I was confused. In fact, people would be nice to me, in in like in like the southern accent, and I would think that they were being mean to me because I couldn't understand it because they were all like they would all say shit like. Like, bless your heart. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? You know, like, like they just had this weird Southerness. And to this day, I thought I found out two years ago by my girlfriend that bless your heart is not a nice thing to say to somebody. 
Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's what it means. Yeah, I, I, I crocket five years of my life. I've been in this and been in this damn state for 10 years, 11 years now. For the last like six years of my life, I had been telling people, bless your heart, genuinely trying to be nice. Like people would say something and she was like, oh, I couldn't get that done. And she was like, bless your heart, thinking that I was saying something nice. Well, I think it's in context because my mom used that term. It's it, apparently no matter who I talk to, they're like, yeah, that's not a nice thing. Like you, you just thought that they were dumb. So my mom would use that like, it, like if you're sick and like you're dying in bed, my mom would be like, oh, <laughs> bless your See, but that's like arguably the only other context that doesn't make you sound like a dick. Well, it's the only context you should probably use it in. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's like anything in English. Like, you could be an asshole and say it both ways. Yeah. Like, it's I, like you could be sarcastically. Or not sarcastically. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I, I don't know. There, there was something about, like, I learned phrases like, like, bless your heart. God, like, not, like, bless you was another one that I used every so often. People would do something kind of like, like they would drop something and I'd just be like, oh, bless you. Like I did that for like six months. I learned that phrase. Yeah. For like six months, I said that. And I, I before I realized that I sounded like a dick. There, I, I just learned so much about like the, the South is in terms of language, linguistically, one of the most passive aggressive places I've ever lived in. They will look you in the eye and say something nice and, and be telling you to go fuck yourself. And you would have no idea. Yeah, you can get, you can, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. It's not, so, it's like, because you're supposed to be that Southern, um, <laughs> Southern hospitality, you mean uh, Southern <laughs> hospitality. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because like, you're supposed to be nice. Like, you, that, it's like, you're supposed to be, you know, nice to your neighbor, whatever. It's, yeah. You're supposed to have, you know, the, not, you know, don't be hostile, be hostile. Don't be hostile, be nice, be pleasant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but like, I've noticed that being in Charlotte, I picked up a lot of slang. <laughs> I think a lot of my cadence has uh, changed. A Adrian says that like when I talk to my parents on the phone and stuff, that um, some of my words will switch back. The way mm -hmm. like you know certain words I'll say, I can say them differently once I'm talking to my parents. Yeah. I can't speak Spanish to my parents and then come back speaking perfect English. It's broken for like an hour. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, but like in like here. I've noticed that like I noticed that like I'll start saying something as a joke and then it definitely switches over into something that I'm actually using in my actual terminology like dead <laughs> ass and bet I, making shmoney yeah making shmoney <laughs> no cap so I'm 35 on a 15 Th okay those okay those things are like things I make up but no no but okay fair enough Fair enough. I, ha I have seen you like take a take a bit, like way too far, and then like it's just stuck with you now. Oh yeah, if I say <laughs> if I say it long enough, it will literally just culminate into my vocab without without me even realizing. It. I'll say it, and then I'll be like, and then I'll catch myself. I'm like, wait, why did I say that? I did not mean <laughs> that as an actual thing. That happened to me with uh, what was that Drake quote? Not here for a good, not here for a long time, just a good time. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. And like, I first of all, I don't like Drake's music. I I didn't hear it from Drake. I heard it 
from another podcaster that said it, and I thought it was hilarious, so I just co-opted it. And then find out six months later that it was from Drake, and it was just become it just become a part of my lexicon. And not here for a good time. Not here for a long time. Here for a good time. People would just be like, "Why are you quoting Drake at me?" I'd just be like, "I'm, I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quoting." That's gonna be the worst thing. That's gonna be the worst offense is to be like, think you're being quoted for something, and then it's something entirely different. But you don't want people to think that you're associated with this thing. <laughs> that's that's gonna be it's frustrating. It's like being called a liar, and you're you know you're telling the truth. There's nothing more yeah. frustrating. There's absolutely nothing more frustrating than being called a liar. <laughs> when you know that you're objectively right. Yes. Saying the right thing. Just like how but, Adriana Adriana was saying last night that I took her pillar pi- pillar. Pillar. <laughs> there. Uh so I took a pillow while I was sleeping. I did not do that. She's lying. Crockett, you're gaslighting your girlfriend. Why the f- or she's gaslighting me. Yeah. Why the fuck would she tell you that story? Why would she, why would she say that? She's a liar. She's a pathological liar. That's that's absolutely that's yeah. She she's gaslighting me. <laughs> I like I, I like I think you can get ga- like reverse gaslight people. You absolutely I mean you absolutely can. I don't think that's what's happening here. I think you legitimately like just snatched the pillow out of her head and started cu- like cuddling it. <laughs> we do weird shit while we're asleep. My my girlfriend the other day kicked me, and then when I pushed her leg back away. She like huffed at me and rolled away and then hit me with her leg again. Oh my god. People just do weird shit when they're asleep. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Did I ever tell the story about like me sleepwalking when I was a kid? No. Please, please. I, maybe it me. may it may be the Halloween story. So when I was a kid, I for some reason I used to sleepwalk all the time, right? Yeah. And there was this one time. Have you ever been woken up while have you ever sleptwalk or anything like that? I have woken up in places that I didn't go to sleep in, but I've never slept walk. Have so you're apparently you're not. I mean, you're not supposed to wake a sleepwalker. Yeah, apparently I don't know why, but apparently you're not supposed to. Let me tell you, like something terrifying as a child. I so I used to sleepwalk a lot, and there was I, one time like I tried to leave out my house. Mm-hmm. My parents caught me like leaving out the front door. <laughs> um. <laughs> That, I was like, I had no Where idea. Where are you going? Uh, actually, wait, I had two good uh, sleepwalking stories. I think I probably told them both, but I'll tell them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second time, which is arguably, I don't know, I'll, I don't know what's scarier. I'll let you be decide. I'll tell you one and two, and then you tell me which one was scarier. Yeah. Uh, first one, I was a real little kid, and I sleptwalk, and I woke up standing in pitch black room in the living room i didn't know i was in the living room yet i just woke up and i was standing and i didn't know where i was at and it was dark you blur witching it out there dude you have no idea how terrified it was <laughs> and, and here's the audacity of my dad so i i don't know where i'm at it's dark i'm standing i the last thing i knew i was sleeping and i just i just started like i was like mom dad <laughs> and my dad from his room yells is like go back to bed and i'm like, I'm like where am i <laughs> he's I, like, in, I would love to he's like you're in the living room and i'm like where in the living room am i i don't know i st- i'm standing here i woke up in the living room that was terrifying. that is terrifying that is really scary I have, I have a story where that happened to me too uh, what's the second time that you slept walk uh 
One time I, I slept walk into water and I didn't wake up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why do you mean into water? Uh, so this is a quite a long story. I'm pretty sure I've told this on the podcast before. Uh, I will skip right to the end of it. Um, so I was on a canoe trip. The canoe trip was supposed to be like just a day trip. It turned out it was a two day trip. So mm-hmm. we're all out on the water in the middle of the night without any flashlights or anything. Cause we didn't prepare to like be on the water at night. Jesus Christ. So we're floating down this river trying to figure out where the cars were. Cause we parked at the end of the river and we drove or, or we, we drove whatever it, we, we like drove at the end of it or whatever. And we're going to yeah. float down to our cars. Right. So we're, we're just floating down trying to get back to our vehicles so we could leave. Um, I'm asleep. I'm, I'm exhausted. I've been like fucking around all day. I was wet from like swimming in my clothes because I didn't think I was going to need more clothes. Right. It was hot out and then it was like cold at night. And somehow I don't like this, is how aggressive my sleepwalking used to be. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I jumped over the canoe into the water and I never woke up. And my dad, like, when I jumped in, right, or I don't even know what happened. I don't know if I just got up and rolled over or if I, like, stood up and just dipped in. <laughs> but my dad dipped. my dad said that he just jumped in and grabbed me and threw me back into the canoe. And I remember Jesus waking Christ. up soaking wet. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember waking up in the dark and I'm like, oh, man, why am I fucking wet? Like, I was, like, <laughs> drenched. And I'm like, man, I'm why am I so wet? <laughs> and uh, the only thing, the only thing I can imagine what happened was yeah. this water. The water splashed on me. <laughs> I, I thought water from the side of the boat splashed on me. And then it, it took me like 35 minutes to wrap my head around. I slept walk into water. Cause my dad was like, yeah, you slept walk into the water. I'm like, what are you talking about? How's that? <laughs> no, I didn't. He's like, how am I? Cause the canoe was small as fuck, bro. The, the canoe there we go again. There we go. I'm catching myself now. The the canoe was like this wide. It was enough yeah. for you to sit straight. Right. And that was it. I don't know kind of how it. I just jumped in. Were you guys? Did you guys have individual canoes, or is it like one long? No, canoe we're, me and my dad. So it was me, and my dad, in one canoe, and then my dad's friend and his son and their friends was in, a, was in another canoe. They had like a boat. It was like a it gotcha. wasn't like a canoe. We were in a like a straight up old ass canoe from the seventies. Right. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. That's the most terrifying of the two. The yeah. Okay. <laughs> from waking up in the living room in the in the pitch black to fucking sleepwalking underwater. You know, like like my, that's a My Little Mermaid shit that you weren't ready for. I don't. I don't know what would happen to me. I. I you would have died, Crockett. Yeah, I know, but like. <laughs> How did I not wake up just breathing underwater? That's maybe maybe that your is dad like, was quick enough. I mean, I woke up. I my hair was pretty wet, bro. I think my head went <laughs> under. <laughs> nice background, John Jacob assisting on on YouTube too. Is, <laughs> yeah, it absolutely yeah. is, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> so so let me tell you. Let me tell you. So okay. Yeah, so yeah, you slept uh, underwater. That is terrifying. That is objectively <laughs> scary. That sounds so One, badass just in that context. Like you slept yeah. underwater. Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I am terrified of water. I hate water. That's what, like bodies of water terrify me. If I can't see the bottom, I don't want I don't want any part of myself inside that body of water. 
I mean, you should be scared. Your body's seventy percent water. No, it's. I think that's why I can breathe underwater. <laughs> I think the seventy percent kicked in. Like there was a switch turned on, the generator started going, we started filtering the water through the seventy percent of my body. So I can breathe. Girls. Started yeah. breathing. <laughs> started yeah, taking just... a little nap. <laughs> so I uh, that the idea of waking up already underwater without the context of having been out of water and then going in into water. the water. That for me sounds literally like I would rather get stabbed 80 times than have to go through that experience. That sounds fucking awful. If this I ever woke up underwater, I would immediately die. I would die from panic. <laughs> Brian, this is also yeah. at night. Yeah. It's in dark. dark. Just a, a, way, a, a black not. liquid is surrounded you as you wake Absolutely up. Absolutely not. I would think that I have died or have been kidnapped by aliens before I come to the conclusion that I've woken up underwater. Like my first thought would just be, I'm in an alien bathtub, I'm in the matrix or I'm dead. Those are my first three thoughts. <laughs> now the crazier thing is like, I didn't wake up though. That's the, the part that I had the hardest time, uh, like rub my head around. I didn't wake up when I was under the water. I woke it's... up moments later after I was already put back into the boat and I was still sleeping. Your REM sleep is insane. If I ever sleep as deeply as you do, I'll never be tired again. That is insane. I, I don't know, man. I used to, I, I really used to sleep like a rock, I guess. That, literally, we're sinking to the bottom of the fucking I was, river. I was a little stoned, bro. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, go ahead with your story. The only thing that ever happened to me in the way of, like, sleepwalking that, like, really scared me is I went to, uh, my parents were out of town, and I was in their bedroom watching TV. Um, they had a they had a telly in their bedroom, and I was watching TV, and I fell asleep watching TV. I was watching I was watching like Doctor Who or some shit. Fell asleep watching Doctor Who, and after some indeterminate amount of time, I wake up in my shower, fully naked, water running over me, and I'm looking at my feet, and I am completely awake in that. I just wake up in that scene. That's it. No context as to how I got there. I don't remember being naked. I don't remember taking off my clothes. I don't remember walking to the shower. I don't remember turning on the shower and making it hot. The water was hot, Crockett. Sleep me took the time to adjust the temperature to the water to how I like it. And I just remember, I just remember like waking up like that. And then my feet, my feet, I'm looking at my feet. There's water running down my shoulders and my head. I've never heard the story. Yeah, this happened to me a little while ago, uh, Hannah. How you doing, babe? <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I, like, I'm literally awake, water running over my head. The only thing that was missing to make that more terrifying is like blood pouring off of me. Like I could, that, that's the scene in a movie where like someone wakes up and they realize that they killed somebody. That scared the fuck out of me. That terrified me. So, so like, okay, <laughs> so you that your story is literally m my last two stories just combined almost <laughs> <Yeah>. together <laughs> you woke up standing in a place you don't realize in, uh, yeah. in water and i wasn't in my bathroom i was in my parents bathroom in their like square shower like cubicle shower and i had no memory of getting there i woke up looking at my feet there's water running all over me i am holding like I'm holding like some sort of bath utensil, like a sponge or like a loofah or something like that. I'm holding something in my hand and I wake up, no idea how I got there. Legitimately, the only way that that could be any more scary for me is if I was holding a bloody knife and I had no idea where it came from. 
Like, <laughs> like, I checked, I panicked, I checked me out, I like patted me all over, and I just went like, I'm never gonna be able to explain that to anybody. That's never gonna make any sense. I'm gonna get out of the shower and dry off. Terrifying, terrifying. Having no control over your body is going at any given time. I hate that. I think we could write a good. Uh, like yeah, actually, movie? yeah. Kazari's asked, "Were you clean though?" Yeah, did you? You did you wash your hair uh, before or after you got out of the shower? I, I I didn't. I I if I was did you anything clean past before him? I woke up, it, I I got out of the shower. I was like, I'm not. I'm already. And it's not like I said, like, oh, I'm already here. I might as well take a shower. No, the moment I woke up, I said, I'm go, I'm getting out of here. Like, but was your was you already washed though? Was there any soap I, in the? If you not not that I know of. I want to give you my theory. Yeah. <laughs> if you were. If you hadn't cleaned yourself yet, I'm pretty sure you're adapted by aliens. <laughs> if you were clean, you were to sleep, sleep, sleep showering. The the aliens cleaned me and then they put me in the shower. Yeah, the aliens wouldn't. They they would already like preserved you and then they just put you back in the shower just to fuck with you. Be like, what's your bro watches? I gotta freak out. <laughs> just flick them over there. It was honestly such a confusing experience for me. I still can't wrap my head around what the hell happened because the complexity of actions that I had to take, like I had to wake up, get out of bed, go to the bathroom, which was closed, get naked, open the shower, adjust the temperature, get in, and then just stand in the shower. And I don't know how long I was standing there. Like that's a scary. I don't know how it could have been 10 minutes. could have been five minutes. could have been. Was like, your hands like, like soggy? No, no, it wasn't that long, but I, I like, have no idea. Also, why happened. don't we call her hand? Like, you know, when your hands prune, why don't we just call them getting soggy? That's what you're doing. Your, your body is just getting soggy. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got soggy hands, bro. It's uh, people who people who sleepwalk do crazy shit. They do. There's one lady on TikTok. Uh, 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 <laughs> Hannah does not like the soggy hands. <laughs> That's what it is, though. Your your body's becoming soggy, dude. What's the worst soggy cereal? Uh, n none. All soggy cereal is delicious. But all soggy cereal is delicious. All right. You um, tell me that you've never had a bowl of cocoa bubbles and let it get soggy and enjoyed the hell out of it, bro. Get me out of this fucking podcast with this <laughs> psycho. What are you talking about? Yeah, crunchy cocoa bubbles are the worst. They're so bad. I, I, when I get myself a bowl of cocoa pebbles, I pour the milking and I walk away for two minutes. Walk away for like five minutes. Ooh, dude, him. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, there I go again. Ah! We argue about this. We need, we need an, <laughs> we need an F word account. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Like a little thing. It's, they taste so, like the crunchy cereal just, yeah. cereal just cuts crunchy, up your mouth. Crunchy, crunchy food texture is King, among it all is other things, crunchy but is the best cereal. texture type. Cereal is Cr just crunchy. tiny shards of glass in your mouth. Yeah, and, and I want my covered. I want my cocoa puffs, and I want my Captain Crunch to cut the roof of my mouth, man. I want to feel is... something in the morning. <laughs> Literally, maybe, but Kuzari, you're right. Every cereal has the perfect ratio of soggy. The absolute perfect, like, it's you just need enough time has passed. a slight wetness 
<laughs> You're telling me that City Crunch doesn't taste better after it's sat there for a little while? No, City Crunch is absolutely perfect. I eat it dry all the time. <laughs> so, so all know. right. I like I like this. I like this because we have two opposite ends of the spectrum here. Because I am a dry dry cereal eater. I eat You're that. I, I love it, man. I put shards of glass in my mouth every day. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a abomination, soggy boy, soggy bottom boy. <laughs> Why do you like being in pain? Why does the process of eating have to hurt you? Because I'm, I'm a masochist, bro. I, like you know? to, like, I gotta. It makes me makes my body feel alive. <laughs> just just put some milk in. And by the way, I put more milk than cereal. All right, those people that are like more cereal than more cereal than milk, get out of here. I do love I'm, a lot of milk in my cereal, but I like I like a nice finish. I like a nice big gulp at the end of my my meal. <laughs> Let's just talk about cereal for a second. Cereal's yeah. king. Cereal might be the best food ever made. I've been getting into a lot of cereal lately. I've yeah. been getting a lot of special K. Let me tell you about K. Let me tell. Let me tell you about K. I know K. <laughs> K Smacks. Special K. <laughs> Little Hitty Valley treasure for me. Holy shit. God. There we go. Again. Is that hidden? It's a hidden valley like. It's the a little hilly, hidden valley for me. <laughs> Special K is delicious, especially the chocolate one. But uh, the yogurt and like strawberry one, Special K mm -hmm. hit me up for that uh, <laughs> for that sponsorship. <laughs> for that sponsorship, man. Yo, Magic Spoon, the the cereal that goes sponsoring podcast. Come here. Okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, what's your what's your top? What's your number one? What's your go to cereal, Bron? Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Soggy. Ever since I was a kid. I have loved and adored Cocoa Pebbles, and I've never eaten it crunchy. When I have crunchy Cocoa Pebbles, I get mad. Dude, I like, like Cocoa Pebbles are them. like 75% crunch. No, 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 no. They, Cocoa Pebbles, like, when they get sort of, they get soggy enough that they're no longer crunchy, but they still have a little bit of firmness to them. They, they got a little bit of chew. You know what I'm you talking know, about? You know what, Brian? Give me your teeth. You don't deserve yeah. them. <laughs> Give me your fucking chompers. When there's a little, when there is a little bit of chew left on the cocoa pebbles, but it's not all the way soggy. It's like seventy five percent soggy. That's when the cocoa pebble just slaps. All right, that's when it's good. You, you like a little fight. <laughs> you you don't want to yeah. direct. You know, like just go over there and you know pick it up and leave with it. You wanna you want it to you want a little kickback. You're like, come on, make yeah. this a little fun for me. This is an objectively bad conversation. Bad takes all around. All right, Hannah. What's what's like the ideal cereal? All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's take it to the chat. What is the number yeah. one cereal for you guys? CT Crunch is definitely up there. Uh, CT Crunch. CT Crunch is a. I don't like CT Crunch. Do not like CT Crunch. Dude, I we're gonna put CT Crunch on a fucking T-shirt. God, stop cursing, <laughs> Jordan, please. <laughs> this is supposed to be family friendly. It's for God's sakes. See, yeah, CT Crunch. Uh -oh. Not a great cereal. I think I we lost like Brian. It. Oh, you froze up on me, Crockett. It wouldn't Feel be a live show without some uh, without some hiccups here and there. Just to keep just to keep you yeah. a little fresh. I, <laughs> I think I think I think uh, the government didn't like our cereal talk. They didn't <laughs> like they didn't like two two ends of the spectrum conversing. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> yeah, <they're> like, <laughs> dilly dilly dilly. It feels like I need to eat mini weeds one point three seconds before it gets nasty. Mini weeds when they get soggy, delicious. Delicious. Stop! Stop! Mini weeds, frosted weeds, when they get just a little bit soggy, like the crocket frosted still has chew. Yeah, so fr fr frosted, fr <laughs> frosted mini weeds. Yeah, 
are the only series I'll accept that it's kind of okay for it to get soggy. No, it, it needs to get soggy. Because if you eat frosted mini wheats dry, you might as well just put a bale of hay in your mouth. Yeah. What Bro, what's wrong with that? I like to I like to down my horse. I don't want to choke. When <laughs> I don't want to choke when I'm eating mint. Like cereal. What the fuck did I say? No problem. Cinnamon Toast Crunch with two ounces of oat milk. See, that's too little oat milk for the amount of cinnamon, like CT Crunch. Dude, oat milk is king, though. I, I think it's, oat milk might be the best combination for cereal. I disagree. It's it's dairy or dye. Bro, yeah. it's like it's like you like a little sweetness with your little sweetness of cereal. Like yeah, <laughs> I like You're to like... feel I like to feel every fucking thing like coming into my body at once. That's veganist. <laughs> That's veganist. Listen, h- hating oat milk. I I do not like the taste of oatmeal. I don't love it. It just reminds me of like bad like Tuesday morning breakfast before I went off to school. You know, like the, the instant oatmeal that tasted really badly and like no one seasoned properly. Let me ask you this. Did you yeah. eat, how, how do you eat your oatmeal? Do you eat it with milk or water? Milk. I would, I grew up eating it with milk or water and I always thought you ate awful. it with water. Yeah, you're, that, apparently that's, how do those things relate at all? Wait, what do you mean? Oh, just, I just associate the flavor of oats with like bad Tuesday morning breakfast. You know, like, it's just gross. It's just gross. Like the aftertaste of oatmeal is 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 gross. Tuesday, how how bad are Tuesday mornings? Tuesday mornings suck. It they they are pretty bad. It's probably the worst day of the week, honestly. Yeah. No, I, I, you're not you're not like rot like you, Monday. Yeah, it gets a lot of shit. But come on, Tuesday, you're like fuck. You're like caught right. Oh, <laughs> stop me! <laughs> Somebody stop me! <laughs> you got like seven. <laughs> oh, dude. I it, listen. I might be wrong, but like I just, I like oat milk in a latte. Like I can take oat milk in a latte. That tastes really good. Um, almond milk. I really almond milk is controversially bad. Yeah, I, I, almond milk is objectively kind of bad. It's only good when you're cooking like vegan pastas and you're making a sauce. Soy milk is pretty good though. Yeah, you know it's what? Not, you know it's what? not awful. It's it's a little watery. But I can yeah. I can withstand, or maybe I'm getting those two mixed up. It's it's either or. One of them tastes more watery than the other. Soy milk is definitely more watery. This is, know, a conver- water- this is a conversation I would never have back in Virginia. I would never be <laughs> talking the contents of between oat milk, soy, and almond milk. I, I like how we shifted. Yeah, almond milk is really good into when you're cooking something savory. That's right, because Annie cooks a lot with it, and it's really delicious. Um, soy milk is more creamy. I like soy milk. I can I can drink some soy milk. So yeah, I uh, definitely uh, hate soy milk. Not, almond milk I hate it unless it's being cooked with. Soy milk is fine. Oat milk I just have bad associations with the flavor of oats. Like it's just just like you know like. No, I don't know, Brian, because oat milk is king. How do you eat your oats? How do you eat your oats? My what like oatmeal. Your- Oatmeal. How do you eat oatmeal? Uh, when I found the light, I make it with milk. Okay. Do you put anything else in the oatmeal? Yeah, you got to. What do you put in there? Uh, so it depends. Is is it overnight oats or is it like, is it just regular oatmeal? Just regular, just overnight oats. I no. You, see, I'm not making a false equivalence to oat milk and oatmeal because that the aftertaste of oat milk is the same aftertaste of oatmeal. 
it is the same it leaves the same washed no, out no, 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 no. sort no, of I, like no you're crazy soapy. it's the same it's the same it's the I don't, I, no thing. it's sweet it has a sweet after finish no it doesn't it's, like a, it, like it, a kiss from a, a pretty person a little sweet treat <laughs> Nah, this is <laughs> Hannah's being really fighty over the oat milk. <laughs> yeah, she really died on the hill about the oat milk, huh? Yeah, she, it's her favorite type of milk, and I respect it. I respect I, it. I respect it. It's just, it's just expensive. I hate how it's like, what, $6 for a, a gallon like of that a, shit? Yeah, I did get you boba. It's strawberry flavor. Um, By the way, you just I, I, people make oatmeal bad. All right, that's it. That's a problem. <laughs> that's all I care about because I will die in this oat milk hill. Um, I mean, listen, you can die there by yourself. I'm going to be with the actual milk, the one that actually tastes good. Brian's going to sink in on his soggy ass hill for, <laughs> for instance. <laughs> While I, I, I king on sharded glass hill. <laughs> Dude, Captain Crunch is the one cereal that I never understood. That is a cereal I have to actually like. <laughs> I love yeah. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch hits. It hits in in a special way, but it is a fight. Vaguely fruity. <laughs> it is. Like... <laughs> Have you ever wanted to chew on a knife and a piece of fruit at the same time? <laughs> That's what Captain Crunch is to me. <laughs> Just put a razor blade on a strawberry. Call it you, a day. You want a flavor to be so good it hurts. <laughs> Try Captain Crunch. <laughs> yeah, Captain Crunch. I feel like. I hate soggy Captain Crunch though. It's like either you gotta have that shards of glass or nothing at all. <laughs> we need to quote that. I think this half this episode could be it. all in t-shirts. Yeah, go ahead and clip it. <laughs> Captain Crunch do, Crunch do be hitting. <laughs> oh no, it'd be hurting. It but it do be hitting. I uh, it, it it doesn't hit. It just hurts. It just hurts. <laughs> it just. Did he hurts. say hit? No, he said hurt. <laughs> And both of those, if your cereal, if those, if both of those statements apply equally to your cereal, it's not a good cereal. It's like that episode of SpongeBob where they guys like, "What do you have for breakfast? A bowl of nails." Captain Crunch. How tough are you? I had a bowl of Captain Crunch this morning. Not Dude, soggy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, it's a good cereal though. A really good yeah. cereal. I was on this cereal forever. That uh, honey bunch of oats. Honey bunches of oats is really good. I, I think really that might be that. the best cereal ever made, honestly. I've Cheerios never met anyone who second. didn't like Honey Bunches of Oats. Yes. It's Cheerios is a very close second. Cheerios like suck, Cheerios. bro. You tell me that cardboard ass cereal is good? It doesn't taste it doesn't it tastes like honey. No, it tastes it like, like, a cardboard. Little, like a little like a little bro, it's literally cardboard. It, <laughs> it's not, you're wrong. <laughs> Wake up, sheep. You're eating cardboard. <laughs> so called free thinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, it's honey. It's just because it says honey on the pocket. It no, it tastes like cardboard, bro. No, it it does not. I completely disagree. It tastes like a like a kiss of honey. It's like if you took a honey jar and then you just went like, that's what it tastes like. It's delicious. The big love energy coming from you right now. Yeah, <laughs> to, to tell me that cardboard tastes like honey. <laughs> especially, it's, it, especially. No, you know what it is. You know what it is. It's cardboard with a glob of honey on it. <laughs> Listen, I kind of kind of hits, man. Kind of hits. Do you remember the little tiny cereal boxes you used to get at school? Yeah, I, I love them. For some reason, I, I was... that cereal was way better than a big box. Like it's like <laughs> all the goodness was contained, and we just took all of it and we just crunched it down. <laughs> you got a tiny. That's what. That's what yeah, you got that little tiny box, and it was all the best flavors because those little tiny boxes were so good. Mm. 
I used to, I used to always want to pour milk inside of the, like, like a lunch when they gave them to us in school. I always wanted to pour the milk inside the bag of cereal and eat it that way. But I, I was never allowed to. I see, I've seen so many cartoons like that where they're just like, yeah. I could eat cereal like that though, where I just like pour the milk straight into the box. Yeah. It would be great if boxes didn't collapse the moment you did that. <laughs> well, you, that's what you got to do it in the bag. Yeah, that's true. Mil- milk, milk is fine in a bag. You know, milk comes in a bag in certain places. Yeah, in Canada, it's in a bag. We used to get it in a bag. Apparently, in, here in the in US, they, they do it in some schools. Yeah, I, I used to get it in a bag. I used to get the bags of milk. Bro, what? Okay, so explain the bag, bag for too. me. How it's would you? So when you got it on a tray, it just went like a like a titty, and it just went. <laughs> it would just like just like yeah. flap out. They would they would have it in my <laughs> teeth straight up the teeth in my uh, <laughs> bro you could literally be like <laughs> I couldn't imagine trying to mil- drink milk out of a bag what kind of psycho ass who would think to drink a milk out of a bag why was that even a concept and back in back in Puerto Rico we used to get bags of milk and they would put them in a metal bucket. It looked like straight babies. <laughs> they used to put them in a metal bucket, and it would just be like this container of like bags of milk, and they would all be cold. And you used to reach in to grab your bag of milk, and you just, all these bags of milk would like morph to your hand until you pulled out like like one of them, and then it would just like <laughs> it literally was like a square bag. It was like that, okay. and it was like super like like jiggly because I had just milk inside. And it was just like vacuum. It was a vacuum seal bag, and then they give you a little. Like, is it like reaching down like into a water, like a like a thing of water balloons? Yeah, I would that's imagine exactly that's what, what it'd be like. like. That's exactly what it felt like, and like you you never want to get the top one because the top one is already hot. You want to go Ew. one layer deep. You want to get one layer deep and grab the one at the bottom, like the bottom of the layer, and sometimes uh, like a like a little bag would be like leaking a little bit, and your hand would come out covered in chocolate and milk. That was the worst. That was absolutely the worst. How big was the the barrel for it? Was it pretty big? That's kind of... uh, Hannah just sent a link to the Twitch chat. That's what they looked like. Click that. That's exactly what they looked like. Uh, Objectively, a disgusting experience through and through. So wait, wait. How big was the barrel for this, like, milk bag thing? You know, like, those, those like, chef containers, those, like, metal buckets that chefs use that is, like, one quart or, like, something like that? Okay. It was, it was that size. It was just, like, a metal container that they would put in the line full of bags of milk. All right. Hear me out. Yeah? Imagine it's a hot day, right? Yeah. In... <laughs> hear me out. Just hear me out for a second. Yeah, it's that a was hot, a Puerto Rico exclusive. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very hot day. You take one of those old, you know, so you remember the big trash cans at school, right? They had the yeah. huge barrel trash can. Fill that full, fill that full of milk, bag milk, yeah. right? Bag of milk, yeah. Locate yourself to the bottom of that. Yeah. I bet that feels so good. I bet that was so cold and dark and like such that a That is nice... an experience that I've never had and now I really want to. <laughs> I, as soon as you said reaching down into the barrel and just feeling <laughs> the coldness of the, all the milk, yeah. I'm like, Man, that sounds really good. I don't know. I don't know why, but that sounds so relaxing to be in just this cold, milky wasteland. 
I used to, by the way, the white milk in a bag always tasted weird because I think they gave us skim milk and I, I don't stand for that shit. The chocolate bag of milk was delicious. I miss it. I miss there was it. There a chocolate bag of milk. There was a chocolate one as well. Yeah, there was a chocolate one and that was, was there, delicious. Is there a strawberry one? Yeah, no, sometimes. You have to get lucky for the strawberry. Yeah, I miss breakfast pizza. I I don't because uh I never had good I never had good breakfast food at like at, at high school. I didn't either. I uh, yeah. really up until I was an adult I hated breakfast food. Yeah. Hannah, you are very lucky because we never got strawberry. We always got like skim milk and chocolate. Chocolate used to be king, but I feel yeah, like I should have just drank regular milk cuz I feel like Is chocolate milk even real milk? <laughs> like, it is it, it's milk with chocolate syrup in it. <laughs> It's like oh, yeah. normal white milk. It, it's just like cold hot chocolate. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, do you make hot chocolate milk or water? Milk. I always use water, and then why so put... would you do that to yourself? It's like so much less creamy. Because I didn't know. Yeah, I was poor. I ate breakfast every day at school. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I respect. Uh, I respect breakfast food. There's actually like chicken tenders. At uh, chicken tenders. Chicken tenders yeah, for chicken breakfast. Tenders were delicious. Yeah, that shit was fire. Let me let me see something controversial here. Yeah. Or maybe not. Breakfast for dinner is the best. It's incredibly delicious. I, I love breakfast food for dinner. I my god, my man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Finally, something we can agree I, on. It's a, absolute. It, it is an absolute that is king is breakfast yeah. for dinner. You, you, see, like, you make a nice waffle, like a nice toasted like waffle from Waffle House, maybe. Yeah. With like like a like an uh, over easy egg, two sausage, Ooh. and then like maybe a slice of bacon. Ooh, ah, maybe that's, maybe, that's maybe, maybe some fried chicken on that bitch. Maybe waffles, maybe put some waffles fried chicken and chicken is two things you wouldn't think it would hit, but absolutely yeah, chicken are delicious. Go so well together. I've I haven't had it in so long. I uh I really want to have like an authentic waffle like chicken and waffles. I've only had like the overpriced bougie one from Haberdish. Tastes good. Tastes good. But like, I want an authentic, like, like good waffle, simple chicken, delicious. Yeah, I want some chicken strips now. Damn, damn. <laughs> I remember, I remember the chicken strips you used to get from school in the in breakfast, and they, those were so good. Yeah, they. <laughs> Out of every every shitty thing, those were always the best. Chicken strip was my favorite day at school. Yeah, I I totally agree. Totally agree. I used to like I used to like shitty hamburgers at school. That was like this, this is gonna wasn't sound, the worst, honestly. Yeah, this is gonna sound disgusting, but back in Puerto Rico, uh, the you know like the thing that we called like mystery meat. It was just like meat in a can, just vague meat in a can. Yeah, they would make it in Puerto Rico with like a weird stew sauce. Like they would dump it from the can, slice it, and throw it in a pot and have it boil for like Ugh. hours on end. Boil what? Objectively, it was like it made like a stew. It was like a stew, you know, that you had white rice. So it and then came you had out of the can. It was solid. They had to slice it and then boil yeah. it. Was this the thing? Yeah. Was this is this the thing from the movie The Thing? <laughs> Honestly, man, when you look at that fucking container, it might as well have been. It was. It, it looked disgusting. It was like not a good time. It didn't look good. It didn't smell good. But for some reason, you put that over like a top of some like white rice. And by the way, that was her lunch at school every single day. It was white rice and beans. Uh, <laughs> I don't think 
So here in the U.S., I don't think we ever got rice once. I don't think that was no. ever an option. Not once. And if you did, it was it was bad. I assure you. Sure it was. Yeah, I. But yeah, we got white rice and beans every single day. And then on Wednesdays, back in my school in Puerto Rico, we would have that like disgusting mystery meat, sliced and then stewed, and they would plop it on top of your rice, and it would be it would look disgusting, it would smell disgusting, but for some reason it tasted delicious. And and it was good. And I remember the lunch lady always being mad at me for some reason. And I I don't think I've still gotten over that yet. Like, yeah, she was always like super rude to me. Trauma doesn't. Yeah, you're like you're thinking about those like random cringy things that you've done as a child. Mm Hmm. All the time, I hate it. I hate it. Do you? Oh, okay. You want to hear one of the most cringy things? I was thinking about this the other day. You want to hear the most cringy things that's haunted me for my about my entire life? Please do. Please do. All right, so I was really shy as a kid, right? I was super shy. And there was, I forget, I think it was in fourth, third or fourth grade. I think it might have been fourth grade. There was Japanese uh, exchange students that okay. were going to college near my elementary school. Yeah. And they came and visited our elementary, and then they brought in, like, and they brought in like they brought in stuff from japan and stuff yeah and you know subconsciously i think this is this could also be linked to why i'm fascinated with japanese things right on top of being like you know watching anime as a child yeah and just my life was really filled with japanese stuff i don't know why it's bizarre it's it's why i am the way i am today (laughs) anyway uh, I remember they were like they were really cool, right? We all were like, "Oh man, these are this is awesome!" Like these people are across the world. We're trying to understand it the best of me. I remember they love basketball. They love playing basketball. But I remember <laughs> there were like there was a group of them all walking in together, right? And this is the right around the time. Do you remember the show Puff Puff Yumi? Yeah, I love. I, I think I used to I, love Puff Puff. Yeah, Yumi. yeah, I love Puff Puff Yumi. And somewhere in my stupid little brain. I was like, all right, I'm going to ask them if they watch Puff Puff Yumi. Mm-hmm. And they're all walking down the hall in unison, right? And I'm doing the, like, Olympic triathlon, trying to hype myself up just to ask them a question. I was like, all right, we got this. We got I, was like, I was doing a Rocky theme song. I was, like, psyching myself <laughs> up just to ask them. The, and I remember walking past them. I walk faster than, because they're all walking in a line. I walk way past them yeah. and I stop turn around look at them I'm like <laughs> and they all stop it was like I could feel the time I felt time stop and I was like do you, do you guys watch Puff Puff Yumi I could barely this get the words out and they're like the they, they all pause and they're like yeah 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 I don't think they had any clue what the fuck I was asking but they're like yeah 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 I, don't, I barely they probably didn't even speak like you know English that well right <laughs> So you're but, standing there, time has stopped, you manage to get the words out, you dribble the words out of your mouth. Yeah. It's they like if the water, it's, it's like, you know, on Sesame Street where they would used to have the conjunctions and the words would come out at each <laughs> yeah. end. It's like the words was coming out straight and then it went, yeah. <laughs> like, and then it like, like spit running down my shirt or something. It just didn't. Did <laughs> <laughs> they just look at you and then walk Yeah, they, like, they, they looked at me and then they answered me and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then they discontinued. And I'm like, <laughs> I felt all this pressure leave off of me. And that was such a trauma. Like, that was, I was so traumatized from that incident. That that is that that stupid little memory stays with me. I'm 25 years old now, and it's still with me to this day. I still can't get over it. See, it's that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like so bad to like a third party, but I know that that feels like getting hit in the stomach with like a boulder. <laughs> it's, it was it's pure agony. I was like laying asleep in bed last night, <laughs> and just thinking about it. Last night I was like. Why did I do that? <laughs> I was like, I I, poor me. Bless my heart. I wish to God I remembered one of like my cringy moments. I know that I know that it has to do with something with me playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I know that one of the cringiest moments of my life was me playing Yu-Gi-Oh at some point, but I don't have a clear memory of it. I think I blocked that out. <laughs> yeah, that must be pretty bad if you like repressed it. Yeah, like I just. I know that because we used to play Yu-Gi-Oh with like the older kids, you know, like 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 I was in fifth grade or sixth grade, and we used to play Yu-Gi-Oh with like the eleventh graders and the twelfth graders. They like there was just a little group of nerds that would play that shit. And imagine being a fifth grader surrounded by like this this cool crowd of twelfth graders, and then you go and Dark Magician attack. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And like it's just, ugh, it's just ugh. <laughs> and your voice cracks and. It, you know, <laughs> One time, I raised my hand during a school assembly to ask a writer how many houses he and his wife, he and his wife had, because I thought it would be funny. Ah, uh, you told me that story before. That uh, that's rough. Did they respond? Did they did they say anything? That's that. Yeah, man. Cringe stories as a kid just like obliterate me. It, doing anything in front of assembly is like probably one of the top ten worst things you could do as a child. Anything where there's an audience to to remember your sins is probably the worst thing. Then, then silent and then said, what? And I realized everyone was staring at me, but my third grade teacher was keeled over laughing. Bro, that's the worst. <laughs> that you, dude, if an adult is laughing at you, is it is the cherry on top. That's great. I love that that third grade teacher laughed. I am so sorry that happened to you, <laughs> yeah, honey. <laughs> me, me as fuck. I would laugh right into a kid's face. Do you, do you know why Like, why you thought it would be funny to ask how many houses they had? I'm really, I never got the rationale behind that, and I think that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish I wish Tay was here tonight, because there's a really yeah. funny story I'm, I'm about to tell about when he worked at Costco. I was the um, class clown up until that day, so I geared myself up for that. That's really <laughs> funny. I stopped after that day. I don't blame you, man. I would I would retire the nose too if that was me. I would hang up the nose. <laughs> there was there was this one time where Tay so Tay used to do like samples at like Costco and stuff. And mm -hmm. I, I remember seeing him at Costco and he was like, This is the first time I ever saw Tay at Costco working. And I walked up to him, right? <laughs> Dude, this is so funny. I walk up to him and I'm, I'm just sitting there talking to him. I'm like, what's up, man? And there's this kid. There's this small kid running back and forth getting samples. And this kid has me dying laughing. And I'm laughing right at this kid's face. I couldn't help myself, bro. It was so funny. He just well, kept running by me, grabbing a, grabbing like some, like a little chipmunk and just like running away with it. And then going back and... <laughs> that shit had me howling laughing. That's adorable. That kid knew what he was doing. That was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <sighs> I love that. I, cringy stories. I sometimes I lay awake thinking about like my interactions. Like I, I was never 
socially fluent, especially when it comes to talking to like girls that I liked when I was really young. And and those are some of my worst memories of all time. Like, Did you ever trying... like? Wait, was, was you like me where you would like ask out every girl? I wouldn't ask because... out every girl. Cause, cause you're but... self destructive. No, see, I wasn't that chaotic. I wasn't like I, I wasn't looking to to get hurt. Uh, <laughs> for some reason but, i think i was <laughs> but i would be like i would be like, i would have a crush and i would have like a year long like two year long crush on like a particular girl and i would like beef i did i did join a youth group for a girl and uh, that i that still haunts me to this day that haunts me yeah you had to that's that's probably the might be the worst you had a commitment she was a really she she's a she's a she was a really good friend. I had a crush on her. She invited me to juice group, and I fucking went. I fucking went. Do they and honeypot you? I, I they, don't know. What they, they absolutely honeypot you. What does that mean? They they lured you in with the honey. They trapped <laughs> you. They used the, they used this girl to like to group, recruit yep. members. <laughs> and she was such she was such a sweetheart. I like really liked her. And she was nice, and I and I joined this group, and I and I I lasted like three weeks in this youth group. Uh, and now that Hannah pointed out my accent, I can't go away from it. Uh, youth group, and uh, more, more like Judas group. <laughs> like nothing bad happened, but I was definitely like out of place. You know, like I was out. It was an all pretty much an all white youth group, except for her and me. I was the only other brown kid. Was this in Puerto Rico? No, this was in this was when I joined uh, when I was in high school here. Oh, okay, so you came here in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came here in tenth grade. Ah, okay. Yeah, and the only the only reason why that sticks out to me as like cringy, apart from joining a church when I was decidedly an atheist back then, uh, <laughs> was that that was the first girl that ever paid me attention after I, I had moved. <laughs> You know, so like that's, that was the first girl that was nice to me, and I developed a crush on her. I that fact, the fact that I did that, like literally shoots me awake every couple of months. <laughs> so bad, horrible, cringy. Yeah, you know it's real pain when you when you're it's dark, it's quiet, and you're staring at the wall, just <laughs> walking down memory lane of agony. Yeah. That I, I I guess I didn't mean I didn't mean to say only she was just the first one that like really like talked to me. Um, it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. And then I like understood social interaction and I learned that women were so much more complex than anybody else had led me to believe. And I stopped being sexist. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember when you were like a kid yeah. and you started liking girls? And do you, can you like remember when you didn't like girls and when you did like girls? Yes. Yes. You can. Okay. But I but I was really young. My first crush, like the first innocent crush that I had, I was really young. I was like in the fourth grade. And yeah, I was in the fourth grade when I had my first crush. And that was the moment I remember it's just like, I think she's pretty. And I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> that was <laughs> Like yeah, like, you don't know, I was like, I don't know how to go any further than that thought, but yeah, yeah. but it's there. <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> I had it. It's good. I remember. I can't remember exactly when I started like being into girls, but like I remember when I didn't like girls because yeah. <laughs> there was a girl 
And I think she had a crush on me. I'm not 100% sure, but I think she did. She was my neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. And she had Power Rangers and Pokemon on VHS. And I would, I would constantly use oh, no. her. I would go over there and just watch her VHS. It was, I was, it was so lit. <laughs> it was so lit. I would, <laughs> I used her just for. That's so bad. We'd be hanging okay. out and be like, so, uh, you gonna watch Power Rangers? I wonder if she thinks about you now as the asshole that used her for Power Rangers VHS. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe. Yeah, I hope so. That's really funny. But All I think right, she's like, been, oh yeah, I think we're running. It's been an hour yeah, and a half. You want to want to wrap this up? Yeah, I think we can, Brian. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, what do you think would be a good topic name for this? Childhood cereal and cringe moments. <laughs> uh, I got. It, I got. It, I got it. Cringy cereal. That's the thing. Cringy cereal. Cringy cereal. I still think Cocoa Pebbles is the OG. We're gonna have a word after the podcast about about that. It's gonna come to my place. <laughs> Brian's not gonna be here next week. Yeah, breaking my knees. <laughs> He's gonna be willing in next week. <laughs> willing to do. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming down to the podcast. We do appreciate it a lot. Thank you for coming out to watch it on the live stream. Uh, yeah, that's this is awesome. the first time we've ever done a live stream of it. Uh, let us know how this went. Uh, there were some technical difficulties at the beginning of it, but you know what's a live stream without that? Maybe next week we can adjust that. You want you know. Uh, I think we're going to have to mirror this because I know, th- I think the chat was backwards, but it's whatever. We're, I we'll think we were like, leave- yeah, we're, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I never introduced at the beginning, but I'm Cyber Calamity. That is uh, Brian Brownie. Brian, where yep. can they find you at? You can find me at Twitter at Brian Archia and Twitch at Brian Brownie. And guys, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Cyber underscore Calamity. And you can follow me on Twitch. You can actually just follow me here on the live stream. Or in the link below if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for coming down. If you like this podcast, give us a like. If you dislike it, give us a dislike. Um, I want to I want to start doing uh, questions on here. So if you guys have any questions about the show, leave them down in the comment. Join the Discord. Ask us there, and we'll de- we'll definitely answer them on the next week's podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, By the way, I, this podcast goes live on YouTube next Tuesday at 12 p.m. Yeah, or we, we changed the uh, the upload schedule, so it, that wasn't. Uh, established before it is now uh yeah. but guys thank you so much for coming down we do appreciate it we'll see you guys next week for episode 49 but take it easy guys <laughs>